You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hey everyone, happy Valentine's Day to those of you who celebrate and welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I'm a sex and intimacy coach and a psychologist and I have spent the last 30 plus years helping people create hot and healthy sexual and intimate relationships. We're working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Later in the show, I'm going to talk about Valentine's Day a bit and give you some tips for making it seriously hot if you're lucky enough to have some fun planned. But today, the letter is C, and C is for climax. C is also for crescendo. Crescendo is a vibrator unlike any other, and believe you me, it will bring you many climaxes. With its bendable body, customizable vibes, and smart sensors, it'll personalize your pleasure like nothing you've ever experienced. Whether you're exploring with a partner or flying solo, Crescendo brings the first time to your bedroom over and over and over again. And for a limited time in February, it's half price at only $73 each. Just use Crescendo-1 as the promo code. Start your pleasure evolution, your pleasure revolution. Head over to mysteryvibe.com. Mystery Vibe, your pleasure, personalized. Go to Mystery Vibe today. Joining me today to talk about all things climax coming and orgasm is Nadia Dean. Dubbed the orgasm whisperer by her friends, Nadia is the founder of AM Appointment. AM Appointment is an uncensored platform offering extensive advice and tips for women and people with vulvas on how to achieve their best orgasm during self-play. Because orgasms, they're not optional. Being a multidisciplinary British product designer, Nadia knows exactly what makes a good sex toy. Whilst working at Shh Women's Erotic Emporium and having centered her MA fashion artifact around female sexuality, fantasy, and culture, she has dedicated the last few years of her career encouraging women to invest time and practice in their solo sexual activities with the belief that pleasure is a luxury attainable for all. When asked about her att- intentions with AM appointment, Nadia stated, I want to revolutionize the narrative of female masturbation. I am building a community for women who are having the bold conversation whilst feeling empowered to share and support other women in becoming masters of their own sexual pleasure. When not working on her brand, Nadia can be found at home with her cat Stewie, a good book and a large glass of wine. Welcome to the show, Nadia. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) I am so glad to have you here. So let's talk orgasms. Now, My orga- topic. I, I, I know it's a great topic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm amazed at how many women don't actually talk about orgasms, but we're going to change that. Definitely. So orgasm can be the climax of sexual activity, but it doesn't have to be. Um, orgasm can be one part of sexual activity and there can be many orgasms. And a lot of times people don't really realize that the mm-hmm. kind of idea is to head for orgasm and that that's sort of, that's it. That's the big thing. And then mm-hmm. everything ends. Mm. And some people think that it's only centered on the genitals, but many people manage to experience a full body orgasm. So I wondered if that's something that actually, in you, in you sort of talking about increasing masturbation, you actually look at with women? 
Well, definitely. Um, I really do believe that orgasms are great. I love orgasms, every type of it, but it's not always the end goal. And there can be a lot of discovery and self-pleasure in just learning yourself and just doing what feels good, whether it's directly with your vulva or vagina or just, you know, rubbing your arm, uh, just trying to have it as a holistic experience. Um, so one of the issues that I have is maybe the term foreplay, um, which could include oral sex. But in my opinion, oral sex is not foreplay. It is a form of sex. So any, any kind of sexual activity is a form of sex. So it's kind of downgrading sex to like just the main part, you know, the penetration and the orgasm, but it's so much more than that. I mean, okay, so I've heard a lot of people have talked about this recently, and I guess maybe because I'm, I'm older, um, I'm, I'm on my way to 56 at this point. I have some, um, some real issues with getting rid of terms that um, older people are comfortable with. Okay. And obviously, I work in this field, so for me, the, um, the idea that we, we might not call things foreplay anymore doesn't really bother me. Mm. Um, but I have clients who are over 60 and to them, they're, they're not interested in being politically correct. Right? Yeah, I, I get that. And it's not, about, it's not about downgrading the word or it's just maybe understanding what sex actually is and being inclusive. So if you want to say foreplay, that's fine. But if you, I don't know, had all sex with someone in the toilet and then said, oh, no, I didn't have sex with them. You did have sex with them. You had a right, form right. That's yeah, what I, I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, we talk about Bill Clinton's definition of sex, you know. <laughs> Bill Clinton's definition of sex did not include oral sex. No, he didn't. A lot of people, a lot of latitude when it came to whether they were being ethical or not. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so, a lot of people don't understand the anatomy of an orgasm. Mm. And physiologically, the brain and the circulatory system are both deeply involved in orgasm for both men and women. Definitely. And the brain is the center of sexual excitement, and, and the brain is also what stimulates the increased blood flow into the genitals. So, so for me, that was a very interesting talking to people about this. They had no idea of this connection. It's, it, it definitely makes sense because I've spoken to a lot of women who are not able to have an orgasm or to, to climax because they're not able to let go. They're too stuck in their head. They're thinking about either it's everyday things or about how they look, whether they're performing right or, you know, am I going to come? So they're not letting their mind really engage in that act. So it's definitely, you know, uh, it, it definitely all links. And I know I've personally been in a position where I just can't come because I've been so self-conscious and I've just not let myself experience the moment. So when it, that's one of the things where when I talk with people about being present during sex, and some people would say mindful, but I, I tend to use the term presence, mm. that you're all there, you're completely there, and you can actually learn how to be present during sex, and it's a skill. How? <laughs> Please teach me, because sometimes <laughs> I need to know this. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I mean, it's a skill you've got to practice. So you start out by really focusing on what you're doing. You focus on the physical sensations. And so you start out with one small piece. Um, and I do actually advise people to do this alone first rather than doing this with a partner because it is much harder yeah there's too many things to concentrate on then so you want to focus on one small sensation and experience that sensation as completely as possible so for example let's say you were using a finger and stroking the clitoris you would be focusing on that 
And every time thoughts came through your mind, you would just redirect your attention. You don't give yourself a hard time. You just redirect your attention until you're just in the activity that you're doing. Mm. And after a period of time, you will get there. It's just, it's just a matter of practice. Mm. And then you broaden it out and you keep practicing until it becomes easier to be present than not present. Mm. And then you, obviously you have to then translate that into with a partner yes. so one of the things that I've I have heard one of the things that I have personally struggled with as well is the use of to zone out I might use other aids so I might read erotica or I might watch a bit of porn which is all good when I'm by myself but when we're with part when I'm with a partner I don't want that to be intruded so that form of I would personally advise women to use tools um, if it helps them um, or just, you know, spice things up. But then how do you get away from that just to be in that moment with your partner? So, I mean, I don't, I mean, I've had a lot of people ask me about this because a lot of people talk about toys as though they're an intrusion. And what I say to people is toys are, make a toy integral. Don't Mm. worry if that's what's necessary for you to reach orgasm. There's no, you're you're no better if you can reach orgasm without the toy, right? And there's like this woman speaking to me a couple of weeks ago about not wanting the toy because um, she wasn't fully female and fully sexual if she couldn't have an orgasm without a toy. And I said, yeah, it is. It's incredibly sad. And you're really, it's self-defeating. If the toy helps you get there, use the toy. By any means necessary. Yeah. I mean, the fantasy, even that, you can have that come in. If you want to make sure that you're not going away somewhere else, then create the fantasy with your partner. Mm. So talk with your partner. Mm, Okay. Do an imagination exercise with your partner as you're playing. So that way you're both in it together. And the more you get used to being completely engaged with your partner, the easier easier it gets. Mm. Of course, there are always things that do get in the way. And I, I mean, for example, if you're um, particularly stressed, that can be very difficult yeah. to turn the stress off. If you're having a problem with the partner, then it can be particularly difficult to focus on them. So you might need to do some other things mm. in order to be able to be present with them. But it is a matter of practicing the skill. Mm. And I always find, um, so I work part-time in Shush, just, um a a female-focused sex shop in London. I love it. I've just learned and met so many people. And the same thing that you were saying where some people find that they need a vibrator or toy in order, order to achieve orgasm, but they don't want to bring it into the bedroom. And I would always advise maybe like a small finger, one that you put on your finger or a couple's toy so it's not intrusive. So if it feels a bit more fluid. Now, I know you were mentioning the crescendo toy. And I think, is that the bendable one? Yeah, and again, yeah. You put that in between you. you. Put that in between. It's really small. It's discreet. It's not like you're getting a big rabbit and you know, you've got another penis and well, a rabbit I mean, and a penis. I mean, the crescendo is actually quite long, but it's thin. It's thin. And so you so don't it, get the friction between partners. Yeah, so it's actually really cool to use in between you for both partners. Mm. And it's got these little kind of wings. Mm. Yeah. That, yeah, that you, that you can kind of press and move so that they'll press into the clitoris. Mm. Um, and it's also a good it's bendable enough to do some g-spot work as well depending mm. on your anatomy that always depends on your anatomy yeah, of course. So, yeah <laughs> I, I mean um, um so for those of you who didn't hear it earlier it's mysteryvibe.com um and it's a fantastic product you were talking about um a finger vibrator there yeah. are two really good there's um uh products that i would recommend damn 
uh, Dame, sorry, .com is the one that I would go over to for their finger vibrator, the fin, which actually fits in between two fingers. And depending on the direction you turn it is a different bump. So it, you can get a different texture. So mm. that's a great one. And the palm, P-O-M of theirs, is my favorite, favorite, favorite toy. I love okay. this vibrator. Okay. It's small and it's flexible. And yeah. it's, it's, you could sit in between you as well. Is uh, that the one with the little um, arms? That's no, the, the one with the arms. I'm, I'm, the one. name is escaping me at the moment. I'll remember it. But it's dame.com. Yeah. Um, the one with the arms, the Eva. That's it. Eva, yeah, that's it. I haven't been able to get that one to sit right, Eva 1 or Eva yeah, 2, to sit I've right on that. me. I think it depends, again, on your anatomy. Um, and some women, you know, how your your labia is, it can sit there or it can't sit there. So it's a bit of a bummer because, especially if you're really looking for hands-free vibration and, you know, something's finally come out and it's like, oh, does it quite fit me? But I suppose there's loads of other options. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm somewhat puffy, so I'm, I'm not sure if the puffiness is the problem. I don't know, you know. <laughs> but I haven't been able to figure that one out. But the palm is, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's sort of slightly pear-shaped and small. And it's got yeah. a little bump. And it's got a little bump. It'll fit in the palm of your hand. Okay. And it, I mean, it's it, it, that one's a very nice one, too, that works really well. We're mm -hmm. coming up to a commercial break shortly. In the next segment, we're going to be talking some more about climax and orgasms. So I'm really looking forward to um, talking. If you've got questions, please ring in or email. We're dying to answer your questions. And we look forward to seeing you back in the next segment. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, welcome back to the A to Z of sex. Here we are for segment two. 
And we're talking about orgasm and climax today. So um, 37% of women are either unable to have an orgasm or have extreme difficulty having an orgasm, which is a statistic that I think is absolutely awful. The types of difficulty that women have with orgasm include primary anorgasmia, which is when someone's never been able to reach orgasm, or secondary anorgasmia, anorgasmia, which is when somebody who previously could reach orgasm is now not able to get there, or situational anorgasmia, which is not reaching orgasm is as a result of the situation. That's the one that affects lots of women who have difficulty relaxing with a partner, but are actually okay having an orgasm on their own. We were talking earlier about trying to become um, more present and in order to increase the possibility of orgasm and relaxing so that you're not in your head and thinking about all sorts of things. I know that telling people to let go is a really obnoxious thing to do because if they knew how to do it, they would let go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to tell you that. However, um, one of the things I do want to say is that if you're having difficulty reaching orgasm, take the pressure away. If you don't get there, you haven't failed. Just have a good time. Enjoy the experience you're having. Lots of uh, attention to not getting there is awful. I remember when I was in university, um, I had trouble having orgasm with a partner. I was fine on my own, but I found at a certain point, after some experiences, I had trouble with a partner. And I had a boyfriend who was determined to give me an orgasm. Oh, God, that pressure. And, oh, my God, I was a science project. <laughs> he spent nine hours one day trying to make me come. It was the worst experience. It's horrible because now you feel like you've got to and it's just more pressure on you because they're trying so hard and it's just, why won't I come? Yeah, it, it didn't happen. No. Um, for those of you who would like to increase your orgasmic potential, Kegel exercises or PC exercises do lead to better orgasms. The stronger your pelvic floor muscles are, the better your orgasms are likely to be. But, but, you can have pelvic floor muscles that are too tense. So don't overdo it. Learn to manipulate your pelvic floor. So it's not just about learning to tighten them. You also need to learn to relax them. If you have trouble in this area, there are electrical stimulators that can be really useful. Like the Kegelite can be very helpful. LV is great. That teaches you to practice and you get an app with LV so that you can see how well you're doing. If it takes an average of about 20 minutes of stimulation for a woman to reach orgasm with a partner, interestingly enough, some women can reach an orgasm by themselves in 20 seconds flat. <laughs> Me. <laughs> by myself. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And, but I think it's probably deceptive to say we really reach it in 20 seconds because the stimulation's going on in our heads before we lay a hand on ourselves. And that's the thing. Because it all starts in the brain. But don't you ever have those times when, you know, you might be watching TV and you think, it just pops in your head. It's like, I should masturbate. And yeah. you just go and do it and it's boom, all done. Yeah, but what were you Back watching? You were watching something was going on in your brain. It may Possibly. have been in the background. but Possibly something in the background. Yeah, definitely. For those of you who don't know, 18 to 22 seconds per orgasm. Seems longer, doesn't it? It seems way longer. <laughs> <laughs> For women, there are four pairs of nerves that are involved in, in orgasm. 
So the nerves take the information back to the brain and provide different sensations and different types of orgasm. And this is why one or all orgasms don't feel alike. And also why if you've got medical problems that mean that you lose some feeling to the clitoris, for example, there are other ways for you to have an orgasm. If you stimulate all four pairs of nerves at the same time, you have what they call a blended orgasm, which is far more intense than any other kind of orgasm. So that's also really interesting. Um, for people who um, are um, paralyzed, the vagus nerve is will actually tra transmit the data back to the brain. So even if you're paralyzed, oh, your wow. spinal cord's been bisected, there's a way for women to have an orgasm. Isn't that great? Yeah, where is that located? Where is that nerve? Well, the vagus nerve starts up, up the top. Um, and in fact, I don't, I have no way of, um, you have to have some sort of, scientific to, I'd have to have a visual aid yeah. to show you, but look it up. It's V-A-G-U-S. So the vagus nerve, nerve transmits straight to the brain. So it, it means that the impulses aren't having to go through the spinal cord. So even if the spinal cord has been completely cut in half, mm. you get off. I mean, there are just so many ways for us to get off, believe it or not. Can I say like toys, so for me, I know toys like ones, so the ones that you can plug into the wall, are just the really strong clitoral toys. For some women, it's just too much. Like the low setting is too much. But for some women who have lost sensation down there or women who have had FGM, um, that really, really strong vibration, it's really deep, can be quite good for that because it's really tapping in to the you know clitoral stimulation way back. So, so let's, we need to explain what SGM is. So SGM is at genital mutilation. So there is where FGM, sorry. So there is where the, the clitoris has been removed, but not all the nerves have been removed because the clitoris is actually quite a large organ. And the part that's outside the body is, is actually very small. It's at the tip of an iceberg. That's right. So that means that even if you have been mutilated, you are still able to reach orgasm, it, there's just a lot of work that needs to be done to be able to, done to, to, be able to get there. Yeah. But also, I think you have to get past that trauma as well in order Definitely. to be able to get there. Definitely. Definitely. So what, I mean, what do you think women really need to know about masturbation? What's important? I think that we need to look at masturbation as a form of self-care and something that we need to invest time and practice into. So it's all good, you know, having your signature moves, using your left hand and turning it around like anti-clockwise five times and you're coming, but why not try your right hand and going up and down? So just really spending time in your practice and just getting to know yourself and having a conversation with friends or other women. There's loads of platforms where you can talk anonymously about these kind of things and just learn things from other women. Um, so you're not really in an isolated bubble. But the more we talk about it, the more we normalize it um, and understand what we're doing with ourselves, the better it can be for yourself and your partner if you're in a relationship or not. Because I find that conversations had where there's a lot of people who are relying on their partner to give them that kind of sexual pleasure but it starts with you and if you only know one way to do something it's kind of dif difficult to translate that to a partner sometimes because your hand might have to be at a certain angle and your partner could be trying their best but so just spend time and practice and like you were saying I think it's really important there don't need there doesn't need to be a goal 
you don't yeah. need to always have an orgasm you can just enjoy the experience you know there's a lot more that can happen I mean, I think that's that. I think that's a really important point, which is, I mean, many of us develop a habit. I mean, men, it's the same for men. They develop a habit, and there's this habit, and it's the masturbation habit. It's how it works. You go a certain, um, certain pace with a certain hand in a certain direction and a certain type of pressure, even a certain type of porn. And I know people who watch yeah. the same clip over and over again, and that's all you know. That's all they watch. But flexibility means better sex with other people as well as more enjoyment yourself. And actually all of us are capable of multiple orgasms. That is a matter of practice mm. and it's a matter of understanding. And so for many of us who were conditioned that one orgasm, that's it, or who have very intense clitoral orgasms. And so like one, you're wiped out. There are different ways to reach orgasm that won't completely wipe you out or that you can approach the recovery period differently mm. so that you can have more than one. And maximizing pleasure is the thing. Yeah. There's no reason why we shouldn't. It. Yeah, so you, you, you've come, but there's no, and you know, there's a lot of times where there might be that difficult sensation where you've just come and you don't want to be touched. But sometimes if you just push through that, you know, if you're used to just stopping there, you won't know what's on the other side. So it's just about pushing through and trying different things. I'm a big advocate. Yeah. I think for a lot of for a lot of women and maybe men, but I think for a lot of women, there's a lot of um, intensity around what you're allowed to have, mm. rather than um, so like you're only allowed one orgasm, if that. Yeah. You know, it's not. There's shame around all of this, so people don't talk about it. But it's not. They don't see it as something that they're entitled to. It's. It's like, oh, that's sort of an afterthought. And if it happens, oh, that was nice, but yeah. not expected. Yeah, exactly. Not even going in it with the intention. Exactly, exactly. So, in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. I don't know how many of you are celebrating or have anything planned, but I'm going to talk a bit about um, some creative things that you can do for Valentine's Day or other times to actually enjoy yourself on a date night. Something that might be a little bit different than what you would normally do. The typical, let's go out for a really nice dinner and give each other some nice gifts, have chocolates, and then have good sex, right? We'd like to have some different... <laughs> some wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, but a little bit more exciting. So we're really looking forward to hearing you back in the next segment, and we will be talking about Valentine's Day then. We'll see you then. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter. All on thesexylifestyle.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive. So we'll explore them together. 
It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, and Jet Setting Jasmine. With Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae, you won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails, too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. I'm Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, your host. And we are going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. So often people go out for dinner and a movie or dinner and a show. um, And that's what we often do for date nights anyway. So I wanted to give you some more creative things to consider. Why not plan a night away in an adult hotel or or a B&B? You may not be able to do this for tonight, but you can certainly do it later on in the year. There are loads of them in different price ranges. Some settings might have hot tubs and water beds and meters on the ceilings or massage functions on the bed and lots of porn included. Others are set up for experimenting with BDSM and have lots of equipment to try. And some of these places are very upmarket, as we say in the UK, so four or five stars, as you say in the US, um, beautiful places. Spend some time thinking about how you would seduce your lover throughout the night and take a long time with all aspects of your sex and lovemaking. Number two, you could plan an evening at a burlesque show, a strip club, a fetish club, a sexy circus, or a drag show. Anything that will raise your internal temperature. There are some exotic dancers who actually specialize in dancing for couples at clubs. Um, And so you can seek these places out. If you're in the UK and you're in London, Head over to 23 Paul Street. It's a fantastic club, and it's a very different experience. So it's well worth checking out. Number three, hire a professional to join you and teach you something new. Yes, I did say that. (laughs) A dominatrix or a dominant can teach you basics of dominance and submission or specific skills like using a flogger or spanking or cross-dressing, for example. It is worth learning a new skill and you should do that instead of trying to do a DIY try and do it from a professional there are also classes that people give in teaching new skills number four take a few pole dancing lessons and or a strip tease lessons or belly dancing lessons and put on a show for your lover now this one takes advanced planning and men do not think that this is one that you only get to see as a show or that you get out of Women love to see men strip, and women love to see men dance, and there are plenty of places you can learn as well. Your lovers will adore the show you put on, and all genders can get into dancing erotically. Number five, cook a sexy meal for your lover and include aphrodisiac foods. Not sure what to cook? Check on my blog on feeding your lover. Why not make yourself dessert? To do this well, you may need some help. Have someone lay out fruit and cake and cookies on your body and whipped cream and maybe even some fudge sauce. Or you can hire someone to be your live table and eat from them. In Japan, this is really popular to have sushi served on a beautiful woman, and it's loads of fun. 
Number six, engage in some sensory play. Blindfold your partner and take them on a taste, scent, texture, sound tour. Let them just enjoy sensations and move the sensations from sensual to more erotic and then more sexual. You don't need any spe special equipment for this one. There are loads of pervertibles you can use. Now, some of you may be asking, what's a pervertible? A pervertible is an everyday item that you change its use and turn it to erotic purposes. So those are my suggestions for Valentine's Day and beyond. I hope you all really enjoy yourselves. I mean, Valentine's Day just reminds us that we need to put time and attention into our lovers. And so what I would love for everyone to do is to actually take that into day-to-day -day life. Make your date nights more exciting. Create some more fun with your partner, and you're likely to have a relationship that's happier and lasts longer. And now let's go back to orgasms. So I've been asked, can I just go for it? Question. What about if you're single? Uh, do it I'm with yourself. So great. Do it with yourself. There's um, a woman called Dr. Martha Lee who talks about having a solo date, a masturbation date that lasts all day. Okay. Um, and um, seriously, she she is really serious about this and says that it really benefits you on multitude of different levels. So if you're single, take yourself on that date. Do something different and new to excite yourself. Explore. A lot of what you said can be translated. So you could go to a burlesque show or yep. you could go and, you know, cook your favorite meal or aphrodisiac, um, um, something nice for yourself. You could maybe buy some sexy underwear for yourself and just enjoy the feeling of being in it. So yep. it's not just for lovers, partners. If you also love yourself, you can experience it as yep. well. And you should go, if you're in, the, if you're in London, go to Shh. And explore all the toys they have there. They have the greatest oh, selection, amazing selection. They also have amazing staff. And a lot of times people are a little bit uncomfortable going into a sex toy shop mm -hmm. and um, picking something out. But there you won't feel uncomfortable. You'll feel very taken care of. Um, you won't feel like people are leering at you or, no, you know, it, you'll feel really comfortable. And they have the best of all the toys. Really, <laughs> the thing about the, you know, the difference between buying online, which is what most people do, and going into the shop. I want, I want to touch it. You need to experience it. You need to know how it vibrates. There's so many different types of vibrations, and some might be better than for you than others. It might be a toy that you might not have even thought about, but you know, just having a staff member kind of explaining what each toy is. So if you're used to just having a vibrator, why not try a suction toy? If you've never had the suction toy, it will change your life. Yes. It will change your life. I've heard that it pulls the, the orgasm out of you. And as a personal testimony, I can, I can agree with that one. They're amazing. But th that is really important. Um, and so um, if you're in the U.S., um, if you're in California and you're in Los Angeles, go over to the Pleasure Chest, also a fantastic place. Um, and with amazing people working there. I know somebody who's working there, and they're incredible. They're very knowledgeable again. I think the thing is, is that there's, there, there are um, San Francisco area, good vibrations, again, really incredible. And what links all these shops together for me is the staff. The mm -hmm. staff make it a comfortable experience, 
and they're there to help you if you want help, but they'll also back off and let you experiment in comfort without making you feel um, uncomfortable or, or weird yeah. or, pushed, or pushed in any way. And they all have really great selections. So yeah, if you, there's no good sex shop in your area, by all means, go ahead and buy online. But you can always pull um, up and ask for advice if you're not sure. Yeah, I know. Um, Love Honey, it's a UK brand, but they ship internationally. They have really good videos um, about each toy that you buy. They have like a description and a video. They have good videos on YouTube as well, where they're kind of going through different types of toys. So you can always call up or do your little research on it. Yeah, and. Adam and Eve are like that as well in, in, in the U.S., adamandeve.com. They're really great. They'll give you good advice. They've been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, it's the staff as well as what they carry that yes. I think is important. Definitely. So that's, that's good. So if you're on your own this Valentine's Day, why not have a solo date? I am. Perfect. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. But – so we got asked to talk about, um, and we'll talk about this probably next segment as well, about um, the different kinds of orgasms because um, a, a lot of times people don't talk about squirting very often. So squirting is female ejaculation, um, and it is thought that that org- is an orgasm that's coming as a result of G-spot stimulation, but I'm not sure that, that that's definitely clear. There's a... Um a theory that there's a difference between squirting and ejaculation. So squirting is the clear liquid that comes out of your urethra. It's not pee, but it comes out of your urethra. And ejaculation is the white fluid that comes out um, through penetration for your skin's gland, just inside your um, your actual vagina. Right. Um, so a lot of women probably have ejaculated and not realized, but maybe not squirting, which is a bit more of a... I don't know, a bit more of a, a skill or? I mean, I don't know if it's a skill or not. You know, I mean, so it's a, it's a two different. So, so we've just talked about two different kinds of orgasm that you may or may not have experienced if you're a woman. You need to probably so, and both of them involve expressing a fluid like men do. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm fairly sure that a lot of women don't know about that, but I know that a lot of men don't know about that as well. Mm-hmm. So they shouldn't feel frightened or upset or think the person, the woman peed on them. That's not what this is. This is. It might, it might be. Let's be honest. It might be. I think I have once before, but <laughs> it was still nice. <laughs> I can't guarantee it wasn't pee, but it does come out of the same place. So they may be small traces of pee anyway. Right. It's right, so there might be small traces of urine, of, of urine in, but it, but actually the fluid is a clear fluid that shoots out, and and a lot of women describe when when they have that experience, they describe feeling really quite exhausted afterwards, mm. really quite drained afterwards. Yeah, and I'm not, I don't think it's the same with the skin's glands. No, that's why they were saying it's slightly different. Um, squirting as it is that the, the clear liquid that comes out, which is quite different. But I suppose again, it's a label. You can put a label on anything, um, but it's still an ejaculation of some some form. Yeah, and it is, and it is. You know, it can be quite copious, mm-hmm. um, and 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 quite shocking for you if you've never. Ex- experienced it before and you don't expect to have this happen and g-spot stimulation will often produce some form of ejaculation because and, right behind the clit and the urethra yeah. the way it's situated so yeah so you're actually pounding that area no matter how you're doing it and that will often do that 
Um, and then, you know, uh, there are many women who have orgasms without being touched. Um, and, I would love to be one of those women and <laughs> working my way up. Well, I mean, you know, that's something that you can actually condition yourself into doing again. Um, it's, um, I, I mean, I, I was talking to a group of people um, a short time ago and I was saying, you know, like think, think about Pavlov's dogs um, and, and conditioning that happens with Pavlov's dogs. So, you know, they paired the bell with the food so that, uh, all salivated at the sound of the bell because they automatically salivated with the food. And you can, in fact, pair an orgasm with the sound of someone's voice. So you can learn how to come just by the sound of somebody's voice and without being touched. Mm. Come on command. I've been doing that pairing. For some people, it takes a long time to do that conditioning. For others, it's quite quick. So we're just about to go to break. We're going to come back. I've got a question from Mary who wrote in and asked, a question about reaching orgasm, and we'll talk about that. And we will finish out the final segment talking about climax and talking about orgasm. We still have time for some of your questions. So either email me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.com or do phone in. If we don't get to them this week, we will answer them next week. And we love to answer your questions. The only stupid question is the question you don't ask. We will be with you after the break. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, the radio show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails, too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlaurybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. So Mary wrote in and asked me what she should do because she finds it impossible to reach a climax unless she does the same thing in the same way. So we were talking about this earlier. She said this works well with masturbation, but that with a problem with a partner, it's a really big problem. She didn't explain what she has to do in order to come, but obviously it's complicated. 
She said she can't find the right pressure and she can't get the right rhythm. And that just screws everything up. And she is also embarrassed to masturbate to reach orgasm with her partner. Hmm. So, um, I mean, I would start out by saying, um, don't be embarrassed. And I know it's easy for me to say. Um, you need to be start becoming comfortable with the idea that um, that's the way that you have trained your body to reach orgasm. And so if you're going to change things with a partner, you have to start with where you are. Yeah. Any, any uh, suggestions for her in terms of actually being able to get there with a partner? I think definitely communication with your partner and just being completely honest and not putting pressure on yourself. If you're with someone who's, you know, if you have a, a partner who's understanding, that's always a good thing because they want to take their time and learn you. And it might be a thing that you have to learn together, but you've already kind of narrowed down your thinking by saying, I can only come in this kind of way. Um, so maybe even if even if you don't want to do it with your partner because you're embarrassed, maybe trying to switch things up a little bit by yourself. So if you have to lie on your front with your hands on you know between your legs, maybe try lying on your side with your hands between your legs, which is not far off from what you were doing before. But just trying to maybe switch things up a little bit in your own personal time and just as I said, communication with your partner, just talking to them, letting them know if you if you have to watch porn. If you like watching porn or reading erotica, do that with your partner so they kind of come into your little world. So it becomes like a, 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 a couple, a group thing. That's, yeah, that's I, mean, I mean, really important. Um, it, it, the communication is the first step. Um, if your partner says that they're not happy with that, that with, with you masturbating in order to get over the edge, that's a problem. And and it's not just men who can feel that way. You know, there are a lot of people who feel if their partner needs to help themselves, that um, somehow they're, they're doing, they're not doing it right, or they're, they're um, inferior in some way, and they find it like a rejection. I need to tell you guys, and gals, back off of that. It's not a rejection. Orgasm is very um, um, individual. And um, like I mentioned before, for women in particular, can be very, very difficult to achieve. So when you kind of decide that her helping herself makes you feel bad, so you don't want her to do it, you're really limiting the, the kind of intimacy you can have with your partner. You're part of the problem as well. Masturbation is its a totally... I don't want to use the word selfish because it's not selfish, but it's just something that you can do for yourself, by yourself. You know, it's your own personal joy in the really messed up world. At least you can masturbate. It's something that you can own. And it has nothing to do with being in a relationship. In fact, studies have shown that a lot of um, couples, when they're in a happy sexual relationship, that they actually masturbate more independently. It just it drives up their sex drive. So it's nothing to do with you personally. It's just their own personal relief. Could be something that you do to kind of, you know, you need to go to sleep. What will help you? Okay, I might do this. Or I'm a little bit bored or I'm frustrated. I might do this. And it's nothing to do with your partner or with you if your your partner wants to masturbate or indeed if you want to masturbate. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't reflect on them. You're not saying that they're not good enough. Um, and, and so that is definitely where I would start. I would start with the conversation with my partner. It, it may well take time. If you've been um, coming the same way for the last 30 years, 
you want to change how you come, yeah, that's going to take time. Hmm. It's, it's one of those things. And it's not just a problem for women. It can be a problem for men, too. There are lots of men who find that the only way they reach orgasm is with a certain kind of pressure um, in a certain place. And so, for example, penetrative sex doesn't work for them because they can't actually find that pressure in that place. Now, when they're released from, from having to come that way, they can then enjoy penetrative sex for much longer because so they like know you, that nobody's expecting that. Hmm? Yeah, no, just, just like you were saying, there's um, a male sex toy company, Tenga, it's a Japanese one, who actually did a study of that and uh, they found that a lot of men were unable to actually have an um, ejaculation in a woman which was leading to infertility because they were masturbating in such a particular way that it, it just couldn't be replicated by someone else or w w with a hand you know it has to be with a toy and they've started to design toys to kind of slow down the process and change the way that men masturbate but it's funny um, when we talk about male masturbation, it's always done kind of, you know, a bit of a joke or maybe a little bit pathetic, but it's not taken as seriously as female masturbation, which is something that we just don't talk about. But when we do, it's a little bit more serious and empowering. But yes. men have problems too. We just don't allow them that space to talk about it. No, and it's really important. I mean, you know, when you're talking about coming, you know, this is, this is another issue um, that there's no gender assigned to this. Men have difficulty reaching orgasm as well. Um, so, I mean, usually when we talk about men, we talk about erectile dysfunction, but that's not the only problem. There are, there are lots of men who have trouble reaching orgasm um, for whom the effort required to reach orgasm is incredible. And partners get tired and annoyed and, and they feel bad. They, it becomes initially, a mental thing, just like with women letting go, yeah. it becomes a mental thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, oftentimes um, premature ejaculation is an issue. So men get taught to to do things. Whole, yeah, we down. Um, yeah. But sometimes they slow themselves down so much they can't get there. <laughs> I know, which is just yeah. as good. It's yeah, just as good. it it's is. It's a conversation that we need to have um, about masturbation in general. And I'm a big advocate for talking about masturbation with younger people now i'm not necessarily say, necessarily saying children but the way we teach sex in school should in my opinion involve pleasure and masturbation yeah. and we shouldn't be leaving that to you know just a friends because i know the advice that my friends were giving me when i was younger was trash because we don't know what we're doing it's the blind even blind exactly um so nadia if people want to reach you um, where can they find you? So I have a website, um, amappointment.com. Uh, if you sign up to the newsletter, you get 15% discount at Shush, and they ship internationally, which is great. Um, yep. And every fortnight, I send out masturbation tips. There's a new masturbation tip every night. I also have a podcast myself, the Appointment Podcast, which is on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, and I am on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, appointment AM or AM appointment, whichever one type them both in, it, it will come up. Uh, so that's how you can find me. I'm sure you'll um, put the link to my. I will do. I'll put the link to, link to the website. So we'll do it in in the um, radio notes. I have yet to figure out exactly where I want to put those. So look on the sexylifestyle.com. I may put them in a blog after each radio show so that people have the text of the radio show and um, all the links as well. I think I'll start doing that because it'll make it easier for people to actually find this. But if you um, had subscribed to my podcast, Sex Spoken Here, you will now start getting the text 
of these radio shows through um, Sex Spoken Here, at least part of the text of the radio shows through at Sex Spoken Here um, through your subscription and a link to be able to listen to the radio show um, because this is taking the place for me of that. Now we are coming fairly close to the end of the show. Um, next week is the letter D and I hope you will join me for that. Um, I will be right here. I will still be on my grand tour of the United States. At the moment, I am in Washington, D.C., and I am going to attend um, Dark Odyssey's Winter Fire starting tomorrow. If you happen to be coming and you want to come say hello, I'm going to be um, working the NCSF silent auction all weekend, so you can find me there. Um, drop by, say hello, um, and then the 22nd to the 24th, I'll be in Orlando, Florida, giving two presentations at the Consent Summit. Check it out. It's going to be a fantastic summit. Well worth going to. We're talking about all things consent, everything to do with consent, and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I am really looking forward to seeing some of you there. So thank you so much for joining me, Nadia. This thank has been great so fun. Me. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I remind people you can listen to this over and over again by going to the direct link and listening as many times as you want and please share it with your friends and tell them about the show do write me and let me know what topics you want to hear about this is dr Lori beth bisbee i'll see you next week hey sexy people if you're ready to start your sexual evolution we've got some amazing prizes to give away some of the great prizes include womanizer the most advanced pleasure product for stronger longer and more intense orgasms SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of the A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. See you next week. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. 